Welcome to Design Your Destiny, your podcast for tapping into the power of your subconscious mind. In this next few minutes, allow me to show you how to tap into that power so that you can create success with ease, form deeper connections, and have greater presence in your relationships, and most importantly, find peace within yourself. My name is Penny Chason, and I'm your host. Hey, hey, joyful souls, it is Penny here, and I am back with another episode of Design Your Destiny. And, you know, it's interesting that every time I begin to record, the hot rods decide to get going out on the bypass out here, or the 18-wheelers go by, and you know what? We're just going to leave it in here. We're not even going to try and clean it up, because, you know, perfectionism can keep you from moving forward on a lot of things. And I do believe in the importance of the quality of the podcast and the quality of the audio. But the bottom line is this. I'm just going to digress here for a few moments from what I was intending to talk about. I am fortunate enough to have a location for my office that is now just a few minutes from my home rather than an hour and 20 minutes from my home. When I moved my office, I got two hours, actually two hours and 20 minutes of my life back every single day. That means less stress, less frustration, and just an ease about being able to come in and do the things that I want to do to serve you. And you know, with the location, I'm near a highway and sometimes it gets loud. So sometimes that means that there are sounds that make it challenging for the podcast team to clean up. And I'm just going to ask them to not even bother with clearing that out of this episode because I know it's going to be impossible. And now I record video as well with my podcast episodes. So it becomes a challenge to stop and pause and to edit those things out um, in video. So, I mean, that's that's just the way that it is. And, you know, since we're talking about the podcast, I really want to give a, a shout out to Stacy Harris at Uncommonly More. Stacy has been my podcast production team since I launched this podcast. I was not ready to afford Stacy Harris when I hired Stacy Harris because her team goes above and beyond. They take care of all of the details for me. I literally record and hand it off and they take care of the rest. So a shout out to Stacy and her team. I'm grateful for all of you and especially the way you stepped in and took over when I was out of the business for almost a month last year when I was sick with COVID. Um, very grateful to you for that. So back to the topic for today. Where I really wanted to go today is that we cannot eliminate all bad feelings with hypnosis. And I want to elaborate on what I mean by that so that you don't misunderstand what I'm getting at because all of my clients come to me because they are prepared to eliminate uncomfortable feelings, unpleasant feelings, unpleasant thoughts 
beliefs that cause them emotional discomfort. So you might be thinking, well, if you can't eliminate all of these feelings, then what's the point? Well, first of all, humans were created to be thinking and feeling machines. It's what we do. When our brain takes in information and it processes it, it assigns a meaning to it. And when our brain assigns that meaning to the information that we're taking in, it generates an emotion. Now, the meaning that we put on something can simultaneously fire off thoughts. Okay, I'm going to come back to thinking in a minute. But our brain's going to put meaning on it. And the meaning it's going to put on it is basically, you've seen those toys that babies have where it's like a plastic ball and there are cutouts in the plastic ball and then they have shapes and when they take the proper shape they can put it into the proper cutout and then the shape will go into the ball the circle goes in the circle the star in the star the square in the square the triangle in the triangle you know where I'm going with that right so your brain will take each and every experience and it tries to plug it into Is that safe? Is that secure? Is it not safe? Should I be a little afraid, a lot afraid, frightened? Is this fight? Is this flight? Is this anger? Is this joy? Is it happiness? Is it contentment? Is it just peace? Can I just be at peace and content in this situation that I'm in? That's what your brain does. Now, once your brain puts meaning on that, it's going to fire off signals into the brain that's either going to activate your stress response or it's going to activate your relaxation response or any combination thereof. So basically what happens is our brain starts to bathe in some chemical juices, neurotransmitters. And what happens at that point is our brain stem responds, your your hypothalamus, which is not in your brainstem, by the way, don't, somebody will end up sending me a message saying, I thought you were educated, the hypothalamus isn't in the brainstem, no, it's not. So the hypothalamus, your pituitary glands, your brainstem, all of these things get activated and send impulses to your immune system, your adrenal glands, to your circulatory system, to other areas of your nervous system. And that's what creates the physical sensation that we get to experience as feelings. Now, the reason why we can't eliminate all bad feelings is because we are going to go through life and we are going to encounter situations and circumstances where our brain goes, ooh, this doesn't feel safe. Hmm, do you really want to go down that dark alley? Or... Hey, that guy just stole your purse. You need to do something about it. All your money's in there. How are you going to pay for groceries? Because this guy just stole your purse. Our feelings drive us into action, and they drive us into action for survival. So when I say hypnosis can't eliminate all of our bad feelings, that is what I'm talking about. What we do in the realm of feelings with hypnosis is we're able to neutralize the bad feelings that are created from past experiences, 
where we created misperceptions or we formed beliefs that aren't true, like that we're not good enough. That is a bullshit belief if there ever was one. We are all created with everything that we need to do what we came into this world to do. But somewhere along the way, something happened. Someone said something. Maybe we tripped and fell. Um, You know, maybe we were on the school bus and we, as a kindergartner, we had an accident in our pants or God knows what. Something happened and in that moment, we were afraid, embarrassed, ashamed, whatever it may have been, and we form this erroneous thought that there's something wrong with us, right? Or we could have had a teacher who berated us in class because we never did things the way that he or she wanted it done, and because they were always picking on us, we thought we're not good enough. Some people believe that when someone is actually really good at something, the way that you get them to take advantage of their gift, of their ability, is to push them and push them and push them and say, that's not good enough. You can do better. You can do better. Come on. What's the matter with you? You can do better. And they believe that that negative friction is a way to get people to capitalize on their gifts and become better, but that can backfire. And then someone can think, oh, I'm not good enough. I'll give you an example. I'm going to call her Veronica. It's not her real name. This was from all the way back in 2013. One of my very, nope, 2014. One of my very first clients when I opened up my formal office. And she had come to me to eliminate pre-surgery fear. And she was afraid of dying. And after one session, she had eliminated the fear of dying. And then the other sessions we did were prepping her to go through and have a rapid healing and recovery post-surgery because she was having a, a major, major surgery. Anyway, she came back to me six months later and she's like, you know, I have this teeth grinding thing. I have bruxism and I keep blowing through mouth guards and all of this is happening you know, what What can you do to help me? And I'm like, I, I know exactly what to do because that is a stress-based response. Bruxism and teeth grinding is stress-induced. It could be fear. It could be anxiety. It could be anger. It could be anything. So those feelings have a purpose. They drive us. But when we hold on to them to the point that we're having physical symptoms like that, We need to get rid of the layer of that that's not appropriate, that's not serving us. So she and I did the work, and what we did was we revealed that her intense stress and tension came from embarrassment and anger from when she was majoring in music at a school of music in New England. I I won't say which one for her confidentiality, but she was majoring in music. And I don't remember if it was they had done their individual recitals or there had been a group rehearsal, but she hadn't done something just right. And the music professor brought her in front of the entire symphony and yelled and screamed at her and verbally, uh, basically abused her. But at the time when she trained, right, 
Like that was acceptable. That's not acceptable anymore. But almost 10 years ago, she was in her mid to late 60s. So you're talking this was, this happened to her like in 1970. I'm just throwing a number out there, but give or take in the 1970s is when this happened to her. And she had carried this anger and this constant tension of what if I don't get it right around in her body. We neutralized that and teeth grinding went away. One session, it was gone. Boom. So we get rid of the feelings that have no useful purpose to us in the present moment. But when you think about things like where the world is right now today, we need to have just enough information that we can make sure that we are in a safe and secure place, you know, make sure we have food, we have water, we have shelter. You know, if there's something that you need to do for your job or your children, where we get into trouble is when we look back to past experiences and we bring that fear from the past to the present. Or when we start, I have a coach, Tara Newman, who used this term and I love it. When we start future surfing, right? Like we're so far out in the future going, and what if, and what if, and what if, and what if this happens, and what if that happens, and we're trying to insulate ourselves from ever experiencing anything negative, those feelings don't serve us. But our instincts to make sure that we're prepared, that we know that we have groceries, that we have a job so that we have an income. If we don't have a job, say we lost our job and we need to go out and it's like, okay, how can I be resourceful and bring in some income? Do I need to get some assistance for a while while I get back on my feet? Or, you know, I have this business that's been a hot side hustle. What can I do to make that my primary income now? Those feelings are important because if we were completely numb to our feelings, we wouldn't take action and then we could find ourselves in a world of hurt. So what I teach my clients, when they're feeling something that's unpleasant, is to ask yourself, what am I feeling? And once you identify the feeling, what is causing me to feel this way? Once you understand what's causing you to feel that way, you can ask yourself, okay, is this based on accurate perception? Or have I read more into this situation? Or am I worrying about something that I don't need to worry about? If it's based in accurate perception, what's one thing you can do to improve your situation? One thing. And then take action. If it's all based in the past and you can move your attention, you can use self-hypnosis, you can use whatever tools or techniques that you have to eliminate that misplaced emotion that's not based in reality. If you do the things that you do when that feeling persists, then it's time to maybe look into directed or guided hypnosis that is designed to target and eliminate those feelings. However, you know, for most people, you can do that on your own. But it's when it persists, despite everything that you're doing, that you need to reach out to someone to help you move through that and move past it. So that's really, I was going to say in a nutshell, but I'm sitting here looking at the time, and this has not been a nutshell episode, of why we can't eliminate all feelings, because it would actually be harmful to you. 
if we used hypnosis to <laughs> to create a situation where you no longer experienced fear or anger or sadness or alone because when they're based on accurate perception and in the present moment, those feelings serve a purpose. And they serve a purpose to help you to survive and to thrive so that your needs are met. That's it for this episode. I am happy and excited to say that the cars kind of quieted down and slowed down after the beginning. Um, Take my example. And if you're out there and, and you have concerns, fear, worry, feelings of inadequacy about putting yourself out there and letting the world know who you are, know what you have to offer, showing up in your best way. I want you to take my example, because if you've listened this far, then it didn't, even if it annoyed you a little bit, it didn't bother you that much. It kept, you kept listening. Take this as an example and just show up in the world out there and do great things and spread your joy. I will catch up with you next time. Bye now. Thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed this episode of Design Your Destiny, I would appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review. When you leave a positive review, it's like podcast currency, and we can increase our reach and get the message to even more people that they, just like you, have the ability to design their destiny. And remember, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.